from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome, one and all people watching on Rumble, people watching on YouTube, and hopefully after today, people watching on Roku and Firestick. Thank you so very much. You are watching live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and today is June 24th, year of our Lord 2021. Thank you guys so, so very much. Please take this time, if you are watching on YouTube, to like, click subscribe, and click the notification bell, and please share it out to your friends and your family on your different social media platforms right now. Actually, if you belong to any groups, groups are always really good because it gets a massive amount of people watching. And if you're watching on Rumble, click that plus sign. Let's make sure that this video has enough Rumbles to Rumble with other videos, because that's the whole point on Rumble, is to battle other videos and see who can become the most watched. And uh, also you can share, whether you're watching from the app, you can probably share it right to your social media accounts, but if you're watching on a laptop or a computer, you should ha- you probably have to copy the link and then share. Either way, folks, I want to thank you for giving me your attention, your time, your loyalty, and your dedication to this show, to make this show the very best that it can be. And that means whether it is through the gospel, whether we're talking about uh, social issues, whether we're talking about political issues, we make a difference right here on Live from America. And that is all because of you guys. I want to say hello to some people that are watching right now on uh, Rumble. And we have Kathy Cat. She says, hey, Corn Pop. So Corn Pop must be in there too. How you doing, Corn Pop? It's always good to have you. Aaron from San Diego. Bring us some good news, Jeremy. I got a lot of news for you today. As a matter of fact, Amanda Collins, how are you? Mwah. God bless you and thank you so very much for all of your support and all of your sharing throughout the day that you do on Instagram and everywhere else. Okay, who do we got? Blessings from Illinois, says Midwest Patriot 21. We've got Brenda Hines. How you doing, sweetheart? Watching from Georgia. We've got Russ watching from Alabama. Yes, I know that sometimes Rumble has a little bit of uh, a lag, and um, you know I'm sure they're working on that. Uh, who else do we got here? Angie Garcia, shout me out. Mo, is that say Moline, Illinois? Because that's not too far from where I was born. Myrna from California is watching. We're going to be talking about California a little bit today, and a couple more here on Rumble. Let's go to. Good morning, Jeremy from Corrupt Georgia, says Tommy Lankos, and Alyssa from Michigan in the house. Good morning, Jeremy and LFA family. That's right, folks. That's right, folks. Hands up, don't nuke, right? (laughs) Hands up, don't nuke. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Let me shoot over to YouTube real quick. Sherry, Klingenpeel, good to see you. She says, hello, everybody. Linda uh, says, good morning from Michigan. We've got Susan Miller from OHIO is in the building. Let's go, Lou, says, people on Rumble is the option for sharing to Facebook being removed. I had to copy the link and share. That is a very good question. So if anybody who was watching on Rumble can answer that, I will relay that message over to Les Go Lou and also Thomas Hammaker is also watching on YouTube. I'd like to say God bless you, sir, and thank you very much for every single day 
of you tuning in to Live from America. And of course, we're going to have to start out the show real quick with a little bit of slurping. We got that Drain the Swamp cup. So, you know, Drain the Swamp. Lock him up. James Comey. Where's he been? Anyway. And Peter Strzok. Hillary Clinton. That's not enough, man. The deep state is running rampant. Time to lock him up, Trump. And I think he'll have his vindication sooner or later. <clears throat> What's for breakfast, folks? Corn Pop says. Well, truth and the gospel. That's what's for breakfast, sir. Now, before we get into giving our attention to the Lord, I would like to um, highlight a few more folks here. Um, the following four people, all monthly donors, who I saw uh, donations come in from this morning for their monthly donation. I want to say thank you and highlight you folks for a minute. Elizabeth Poole, thank you. God bless you, dear. I really appreciate everything that you've done for me. Jackie Black, same goes for you. Matthew Mythe or Mythe, I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, brother, but it's M-E-I-T-H-E. I want to thank you so very much. And Amanda Lindman, also thank you so very much for your monthly donation. Now, one of our own is asking for prayers, folks. On top of Ben Berkwam, I did share Ben Berkwam's uh, last video on Telegram this morning. If you're not on Telegram yet, I highly suggest you get there. Get there before... Uh, you get banned anymore on the other platforms. Telegram is a great platform. Yes, it's a little bit hard to figure out, but if you spend some time on it with anything, then you'll get to know it really quick. And I and I posted Ben Berkham's update with his family there, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But one of our own, Jenny Walker, sent a uh, sent an email this morning and asking for prayers for her son and her daughter's marriage. Apparently, her son and daughter's marriage is on the rocks, which doesn't surprise me with every with all the lockdowns and all the craziness that's gone on over the last you know sixteen. 17 months, um, but she said that her son gets abusive, uh, not physically, but mentally, emotionally abusive, because he takes out his anger and, and, and his frustrations out on his wife in a way he shouldn't, and Ginny is asking us for prayers for these folks, and so uh, if you can, please put Ginny Walker's son and daughter-in-law in your prayers that God will intervene, the Holy Spirit will um, will shine throughout both of them and bring their marriage back together in a godly, wonderful, positive kind of way, folks, because it's hard. It is hard. Things are hard. Life is hard. Marriage is hard. But through Christ, all things are possible. Fifth Philippians 4.13, and you see that right on the front of jeremyherald.com. If you ever visit that website. Interesting fact, says somebody on Rumble. Trump in Sarasota, July 3rd. General Flynn and Fam live in Inglewood, 30 minutes away, same county. Yes, Donald Trump has announced his second stop, which is in Florida, and why not, right? Why not? Big things going on in Florida. Great governor there. Even though we have a little bit of an issue with Governor DeSantis, I don't think it's 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 means to to c- c- shut the door on the guy in, in any in any fashion. But we're gonna call. We're gonna try to get a comment from his office. Also, folks, tonight there will probably be no lie from America. Why? I'm not taking time off. Don't worry. I have two separate meetings with Roku and Firestick uh, and TV Startup Incorporated um, executives to try and get my channel. There's been a lot of problems with trying to get my channel going. It was not declined in any way, but I have two separate meetings and my second meeting is probably going to run into the time that we do live from America. But... Um, it's very expensive <laughs> to be able to have these digital platforms, and it's time for me to actually sit down with these guys, stop trying to, uh, stop trying to uh, work on it all myself. I need the help, and I need the assistance of these guys. So the second show tonight will probably not happen because I need to make sure that we have 
all the platforms that we're not only paying for here live on Live from America, but that we have access, you guys all have access to the show no matter what happens. And moving to digital TV and then into uh, Real America's Voice News is the obvious next step. So I just wanted to tell you guys it probably will not be an airing of Live from America tonight. Please let everybody know. Now, if the meeting is over by then, I'll jump on. I'll jump on. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna research and vet news just like I do every day in case there is a show. But uh, the likelihood of that is probably not good because I need to make sure I have these two meetings today, and we need to make sure that we get these platforms figured out. Okay. So now is the time of the day, folks, for us to just take a deep breath, relax a minute, let it all go. Let it all go. Let the problems with the marriages go. If you have physical or mental problems right now that you're going through, try your hardest to let it go. I'm going through some stuff myself, as I said this morning on my video. Um, and just try to let it all go and try to focus your attention on the foot of the cross. Because right now we're going to go to the verse of the day. And this was a very... It was very fun writing this this morning. I had, I've been having a lot of revelations lately. I've been having a lot of wake-up, eye-opening moments lately. And uh, I'm very, very happy to share them with you guys. So this morning's verse. Um, you ready? Because this is, a, this, this is going to uh, is gonna light a fire under some people. And it's going to make the, the, uh, your goosebumps uh, raise up. And it's going to make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Because it's, it's an action item verse of the day. And it's something that I'm going through personally. So... Let's go ahead and read this. I said, hello and good morning. And this was in the newsletter. If you have not signed up for the newsletter, go to JeremyHerald.com, scroll down. Why waste any more time? Just join, and you can uh, actually see all this in, in the morning. And it really helps people get their mornings going, and m- myself included. I said, hello and good morning. Today is the day that LFA will ramp up the gospel. I will start spreading the gospel to more people by doing more street evangelism, which I will be recording, by the way, just so you know. It's a new path for me, but one that I feel I am now ready for. God chose me to do what I'm doing because of my experiences in my life. I have seen some of the worst of the worst and lived in some of the most depressing, horrific, and inhumane situations you can imagine. And now, walk a life with Jesus, for better or worse. For a better understanding of why God chose me to walk this path, read about the life of Paul. Thank you for donating to the show and my efforts. It sustains my family and my ability to do what I do. The verse of the day comes from John 7, 37 and 38. And it says this, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds. I see some people saying they didn't get their email or their newsletter this morning. That's quite odd, folks. You might want to check and see if it's in a different folder. However, let me go back to this. Verse of the day, John 7, 37 and 38 says, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from this heart. I see a ton of people saying they did not get the newsletter today. So that must mean that this automatically started to go through some people's um, saved drafts or their or their um, or their spam mail or their trash or something. I don't understand why that's happening. I know a lot of people said they got it because I did get emails back. But let me read this for you one more time, okay? <clears throat> Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, "Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the Scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart." And then I wrote this. I had something I had something happen to me while I was in Kentucky. 
I was watching a live performance that ended up being a digital interactive show with live performers and a 70-foot LED movie theater style screen. I was really in there with my son and my youngest daughter, Lily, to get out of the heat for a bit and relax while waiting for my wife and other kids to go ziplining. While watching the show, I broke down in tears. I didn't know why at the time. Looking back on it, the show depicted a young man who was the star basketball player for his town, and he, had, and he got a full-ride scholarship to any major college that he wanted to go to. However, he wanted to go into, onto a Christian university and also to start his mission work instead. He didn't know how or what was next, but God was calling on his heart to do so. When he told his coach about his decision, the coach flipped out and started yelling at him and criticizing his decision. Something got triggered in me at that moment. The very next day, I sent out a newsletter based on direction that I was given to read from Matthew. The newsletter caused so many people to get angry with me. I now know why. Because I was preaching the actual words that Jesus spoke and it cut to the heart of many people's beliefs. That show that God directed me to watch was not an accident. It was to show me the sacrifices that all Christians must make. It showed me the dislike and sometimes hate that people have for Jesus Christ, even if they are unaware of it. I cried and I cried during that show and after. Meeting Ken Ham and Ray Comfort was a blessing from God. Being there to witness that show was a blessing from God. You may have noticed a change in me since coming back. From now on, we as Christians can no longer be afraid to stand and shout to the crowds as Jesus did. The world is in turmoil, and the only thing that can save it, save it is the same thing that saved it 2,000 and 21 years ago. Jesus. Period. And since you are a soldier of God, wearing the armor of God, the time has come for you to overcome the fear and start preaching to anyone and everyone. Will you join me? And then I wrote, see you at 11 today. May God bless you and lead you to your destiny. Amen. Folks, I feel different. I really do. I feel very different coming back from Kentucky than I did prior to going to Kentucky. Something happened down there. And I, and I, and I know it sounds cliche, and I know it sounds weird, but something definitely happened down there for me. My eyes were opened up in a very different way. My conscience was opened up in a very different way. And I can't explain it other than the way I just did on that, in that newsletter. Okay? Um, so I'm sorry for those who did not get that email. I'll try to send it out again today. Hopefully, uh, maybe there was just a problem, and uh, I'll get it out there. So, anyway, folks, that was my newsletter this morning, and for those who didn't get it, now you got to hear it, and uh, there's truly something biblical going on in the world right now. I feel it. I know you all feel it. Something different than we've all felt in our entire lives. God is working in a way that he hasn't worked in a long time. In a long time. So... Paul Janney just says, Jeremy, your video went dark and a lot of people are saying they did not get the email. I get it. And uh, like I said, I'll try to send it back out for you guys today. Okay. <clears throat> JL Jazz says, Jeremy, I think you must always go with your heart, your gut, and your instincts. And SL Mies says, beautiful newsletter. 
And Rhonda says, today is my grandmother, uh, my granddaughter's birthday. Her name is Liberty, and she's eight years old. Her name is Liberty? What a wonderful name. Please tell your granddaughter, Liberty, that we all from Live from America said happy birthday. We hope she has a blessed day, and we hope she has a wonderful day with friends and family. God bless her, and happy birthday. All right, folks, are you ready? Because we are going to get into the Lord's Prayer right now, and I want you to say it as you've never said it before. Feel what I just read to you. Feel the words that I just read to you. Feel the courage coming inside of you to preach the gospel to people that you may have never wanted to do it before because it's fr- it's frightening. It is frightening. And like I said this morning, being brave doesn't mean that you're not afraid of things. Being brave means that you're afraid of something and you confront it head on. And a lot of us have a, have a hard time preaching to people, preaching to strangers, because we're afraid of what they're going to say to us. But maybe saying the Lord's Prayer with some conviction right now will really help God water that seed inside of you and let it flourish to something great, because that's what I feel is happening to me. So please say it with me, folks. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So, YouTube, are you ready? Rumble, are you ready? And soon to be Fire Stick and Roku and Real America's Voice News, which would mean Dish and DirecTV and Apple and everything else. Are you ready? Then let's get ready to rumble. The first and foremost section today is also going to be the very first Dumb Dumb Award of the day today. So let's go ahead and cue that Dumb Dumb music, shall we? That dum-dum is going to go to liberals. All of them. Every single one of those far-left progressive people that are saying that voter identification is racist. The very thought, the very idea of why these people are saying that voter identification is racist is racist. Why? Because why would somebody tell you that voter identification is racist? Why would somebody tell you that? Why would somebody say, wait, wait a minute, you can't do that because voter identification is racist. You can't, you can't make them show an ID. For one, you, you, how can you even say that? How can you say you can't make them? I thought that was bad to say. I thought that was racist. But the idea of the, having somebody show an idea, uh, an idea to vote is racist is actually racist in itself because you are saying, that people don't have the IQ, the intelligence, the know-how, the money, the ability, anything to go get an ID. Let me ask you this. When a police officer, from uh, whether the police officer is white, black, brown, blue, or an alien, when they go into any, any, any neighborhood and they are conducting an investigation or they're pulling somebody over, what do they ask you? Can I see your license, please? Can I see your ID, please? Even if somebody's not driving and they're and they're and they're suspi- there's some suspicion some suspicion going on. You know, you've seen all those videos of people out taking videos or cameras of like courthouses, and the cops come out and they're like, "Can I see some ID, please?" And the and and, and the the antagonizer or the person that's expressing their freedom of uh, uh, of movement and freedom and freedom of speech and being able to do that on a public highway or a public uh, public sidewalk, they'll say, "Well, what crime do you suspect suspect me of committing?" And they ask them for their ID. Is that that racist? 
Everybody carries an ID for everything. So I'm going to show you a video of white liberals actually saying that black and brown people can't get IDs and that voter identification requirements are racist. And you just watch the video yourself and ask yourself, do they sound racist? For those of you who are watching on YouTube, you won't be able to see it, but you'll definitely be able to hear it. Here we go. Come on. Uh, yeah, they're usually pretty racist and <laughs> they're bad. I think voter ID laws are a way to perpetuate racism. Would you say they're, would you go as far as say they're, they're, those laws are racist? For sure. Do you think it suppresses the African-American vote? Definitely. Uh, because they're less likely to have state IDs. Minority voters are less likely to have the kinds of IDs that have been um, <laughs> what? described or required. These type of people don't live in areas with easy access. These type of people don't live in areas with easy access. Listen to their words. Just listen to how they describe people that don't have Caucasian colored skin to DMVs or other places where they can get identification. You can always get IDs um, over the internet. Does that also make it difficult for, for black people in particular? Yeah, you have to have access to the internet. You have to be able to pay an internet service provider for certain fees. Do you think that's harder for black people to go online? Well, I ID? feel like they don't have the knowledge of how, of like, how it works. I feel like they don't have the knowledge of how it works. Can you imagine if a conservative or a Trump supporter or Trump himself said, talking about black or brown people I, or Asians, I feel like they don't have the knowledge of how it works? Are you kidding me? Hold on. It gets worse. They'll have smartphones. They might not have data. For most of the communities, they don't... She said that they don't may not have smartphones and they might not have data. You know what is out there just because they're not aware or like they're not informed. I also think there's a repression of like black voting with... Um, how they, how if you're a convicted felon, like you're not allowed to vote and everything. And when you look so she's now saying that all black people are convicted felons, all brown people, all Asians must be convicted felons because they can't. What does that have to do with anything? In almost every state, you can still vote if you're a convicted felon as long as you're done your uh, probation or your parole. In almost every single state, there's a few states where you can't, but in every almost every state, I would say 95 plus percent. Of states, you can vote once you're off probation or parole. Your vi voting rights are automatically restored. So, what an ignorant thing to say, anyways. States like Florida, that's a huge population of the of the like African Americans. Now I'm here in East Harlem to ask Black people their thoughts on what you now watch heard. this. Do you have ID normally? You carry ID around? Yes, I have state ID. Do you carry ID? Yes, I do. Do you know anybody, any Black person, doesn't carry ID? Everyone that I know has an ID. Why would they think we don't have ID? <laughs> that's a lie. Why would they say that? <laughs> Do you have ID? Yes. Because I have my ID and my friends have their ID, so we know what we need to carry around. Yeah, everybody that I know have ID. Like, that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with, an ID. Do you know any black adult who does not have ID? No, I don't. Is it a weird thing to even say that? Yes, it is. What is this, some, some type of uh, trick candy cameras? I like know, that? right? This with your so that's I'm let me just stop this here. Let me just stop that there. Okay, so there it is, folks. You can see that the people that are saying that it's racist to have ID are 99% white liberals who are then being very racist and bigoted in their own definition or them describing why it is racist. 
to not have or, or to make people show an ID. It is so stupid. I can't even believe we're talking about this. I can't even believe we're talking about this. It is that stupid. It, it, and the fact that the people that are perpetuating this ridiculous, dumb idea about voter identification being racist are, are the most racist people. Do you hear what they, they don't have the intelligence. They don't have the data. I feel like they don't are, they're, they're too ignorant. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Again, ladies and gentlemen, it is another example of the far left pointing the finger at people on the quote right for doing exactly what they're doing every single day. It's sickening, it's wrong, and more and more people need to continue to call this out and show videos like that. Because if you had anybody with a MAGA hat on, or anybody with an American flag shirt on, or anybody repping any kind of traditional love for the United States of America, if you had them on camera, and they said, well, I feel like they're too ignorant, or I feel like they don't have access because they don't have any money, or I feel like they're convicted felons, or I feel like they don't have fathers around, that they'd probably be in jail for a hate crime. They would probably be in jail for a freaking hate crime. And that is why I gave the far left the dumb, dumb award of the day. Now, folks, I want to get you in. I want to get you used to the fact that as soon as we get on TV, there are going to be sections where we're, the, on TV there's going to be a commercial break. Now, I don't care what they play on Real America's Voice News, even though they have some great uh, advertisers there, people who are advertising with them. Um, I don't care what they play over there, but over here, I'm always going to highlight um, America's strong companies or, or or companies that are affiliated or associated with Live from America, like RMA Apparel, who does shirts for me, or like Mountain Life Threads, who does hats, or like Advantage Specialties, or M uh, RM, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, Revival. So many great people. That's what I'm going to do. So at this time, I'm going to start getting you guys used to saying, we'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. I'm going to show you and highlight a business that is on the JeremyHerald.com um, Live from America page, actually, which is on the America Strong tab of the page. So let me bring this over. And for those of you on YouTube, I'm sorry, just go to JeremyHerald.com and you can see it. Here we go. This is the America Strong Company page. Anybody that has a business can put their business on here and highlight it, and I will always show it. I hope, I hope, and hope, and hope uh, that you guys um, go through this and read this, because there is a lot of businesses in here where people are, are really benefiting from. Somebody said you won't be able to watch me when I go on TV. I'm still going to be doing this show. This show is still going to be right where it is right now, right where you're watching me. It'll always be right here. Uh, they'll just take a recorded version of this show and put it on TV late at night. That's all. So this is the one I want to focus on right here. Simple Function Web Design. Simple Function Web Design. And this is a small company out of Granville, uh, Michigan. And I just want to go and click on their website right here so we can bring it over. There it is. Simple Function Web Design. These guys are patriots. They watch the show. They love Live from America. And they put their business on here. And this is the power that we need to start con uh, working together uh, to to achieve on the conservative side. So if you need a website, if you're starting a business, if you need a website for anything, for any reason whatsoever, then you might want to check out Simple Function Design. Again, it's simplefunction.biz. Just go to my Live from America, America Strong section, and they will walk you right through it and tell you exactly how to get it done, and they will help you. So again, go to jeremyharrell.com, check out the America Strong page, and you'll be able to see all of that. And then we would say, 
Welcome back to Live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to give the super dum-dum. I wish I had the big dum-dum award over here, or the, the big lollipop that I have. But let's give the let's pretend I'm holding the big lollipop right now. And we're going to give the super dum-dum award to Mr. Corn Pop himself. And no, I'm not talking about the guy who watches this show. I'm talking about real Corn Pop. You know, Mr. Sniff Your Kids, Cockroaches. Um, Corn Pop was a bad dude, Joe Biden, yesterday. The, I like to call him the pretender and thief. Other people might call him the commander in chief. Yesterday, he did something which was very very bad. Just when you think that it couldn't get any worse for Joe Biden with his mumbles and stumbles like sure and a national and a pressure and others like, you know, the, the, the thing. And then, you know, other gas like, why, 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 why do you, why, why do you need a, uh, an AR-27? You know, can't even get that right. Yesterday, he actually threatens. Low-key, low-key threatens, but he's actually threatening the American people, the, the same people that he is sworn to protect, the one major job of the United States president is to keep the people of the United States safe, not to threaten them. Joe Biden, I'm sure you've all seen it, but there are going to be some people on this feed who have not seen this, so I'm going to go ahead and play the video for you. What this is, is your pretender and thief, Mr. Corn Pop, Joe Biden himself, threatening the American people who don't want to get rid of their guns with fighter jets and nuclear weapons. So, without further ado, here we go. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Let's just play that right back. Government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. For all those who think they can take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons as he scratches the side of his head. Okay. Whether you call this a threat to the American people or not, I say it is. I say it's a low-key threat. I say you are giving information about what the American government could do to its own people. Could do. I take that as a threat, especially when you are the commander-in-chief uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, that's a... Uh, Honestly, it's fake news, it's fake. I meant pretender in thief. You are threatening the American people when you say things like that. Because you are suggesting that the American government, the United States government, could do that if it wanted to. So you are suggesting that there's a possibility that the United States government could use F-15s and nuclear weapons against its own people, the people that give the government the power to have those kind of weapons to begin with? And you want to sit there in the same breath and say you don't need guns? How cr That is as crazy as saying that voter ID laws are racist because they can't figure out how to do it. You are saying you don't need guns 
Because your guns aren't going to work anyway against fighter jets and nuclear bombs. He should be impeached for saying that right there. That is a direct threat to the American people, to the American public. No leader, whether they're legitimate or illegitimate, should be allowed to hold any kind of power or platform one second after they say a statement like that. Where's the military? I can tell you where the military is, folks. I can tell you at least where the top brass, and I'm talking about the Joint Chiefs of Staff and people that are that high up in the Pentagon. I can tell you where they are. They are woke, they are weak, and they are lost. And I'm going to show you a clip today that shows you exactly how woke, weak, and lost the top brass of our military, and I'm talking about Pentagon officials, actually are. They sh the generals of, this, of our military, of all branches, need to step in, and they need to step in right now based on what Joe Biden, creepy sleepy Joe Biden, said yesterday. You are not allowed to threaten the very people that you claim to protect, period. That is 10 billion times worse than anything that President, rightful President, Donald Trump ever said in his entire life before, during, or after his presidency. That, we shouldn't even have an impeachment. That should be come into your house, grab you, snatch you, and take you to Guantanamo Bay-style stuff. That's what should be happening right now. How do you even, oh, you, you, would, you weren't allowed to own cannons back then either. And besides, you'd need F-15s and nukes. That's the second time in a month that he has referred to taking out the American people with massive uh, weapons. With weapons of mass destruction. And you want us to give... That's gonna, you know what that's going to do? That's going to make me people go out and buy more guns now. Matter of fact, I'm telling all of you right now. Go buy more guns. Go buy more guns. Go buy bigger guns. Go buy ammo. Right now. Right now. Because apparently you're going to have to fight fighter jets and nuclear weapons. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, moving on. <laughs> Another reason why you'd need a weapon. Apparently, apparently, John McAfee suicided himself yesterday. Apparently, this guy who has done many, many videos saying if they ever kill me, or if I ever die, I didn't kill myself. If it ever looks like I committed suicide, it's wrong. The guy even got a tattoo that says whacked. You know, like you're going to get whacked like you're in the mob, killed. This guy saw it coming a million miles away. He put out videos. He had documentation. He leaked documentation. He hid video. He hid audio for when this day comes. And John McAfee found dead, suicided, right before extradition to the United States. If you don't know who John McAfee is, he was the one who started the antivirus McAfee security for all of your... I'm sure every computer you've ever owned has had some type of McAfee-related antivirus on it. Okay? This guy for a long time has been blowing the whistle on the deep state. This guy for a long time has been blowing the whistle on the CIA, on the FBI, on the Pentagon, on the White House, on the, N uh, the NSA, on all these major FDA, FEC, FAA, all of them. He says all of you want to know what deep state is? That's deep state. Every single one of them. And we actually know that's true because look what we found out under President Donald J. Trump's um, first, first term. Look at what we found out about these, these agencies. When I told you at the beginning of this show that everything is biblical right now, that things are, in a, are on such a magnitude of a biblical proportion that none of us have ever experienced something like this ever before, the best is yet to come, all of that. 
what's going on with President Trump, the 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 the, the forensic audits, the complete meltdown of the very people who, were, who who contributed to the to the stealing of the 2020 folks. It is massive what's about to happen. The Great Reset. Look, the other thing about this John McAfee thing is, guess what was found in his cell or posted? I'm excuse me. Guess what was found posted on on different social media platforms of John McAfee? Q. Q. Just the letter Q. Now, we all have our opinions on whether Q is true or whether some of it's true, whether whether some of it was taken and, and hijacked and embellished, whether it's Michael Flynn, whether we, we none of us really know. Let's just put it that way. None of us really know. We all have our own opinions of it. I don't do this show based on what Q says, never have, never will. And because of that, I ended up losing tons and tons and tons of people when I did the switch from Facebook to other platforms because they wanted me to keep up with the Q narrative. But I wouldn't do that because I don't know anything about it. I don't know what goes on on the inner workings. All I can do is report on what is actually happening based on uh, laws, bills, constitution, bill of rights, social issues, and things like that. But it's awful funny, isn't it? It's awful funny, isn't it? Because a long time ago, there was this story going around that there was supposed to be some kind of coup d'etat on um, Barack Hussein Obama because of what he was actually doing. And the military, and I'm not talking about the top brass in the Pentagon, I'm talking about retired generals, uh, admirals, and other, uh, and other people. There was, there was this talk that there was supposed to be some coup d'etat against Obama, and then they talked President Trump into running, and they were going to do it a different way. That's the whole story here, and then, and then there's a ton of stuff that comes after it. Long story short, folks, things are happening. Whether you believe it, whether you don't. Whether you think it's real, whether you think it's not. I'm not here to say anything about that. What I'm here to say is that something biblical is happening. You feel it. I feel it. Down to the molecular structure of my body do I feel it. And I'll tell you what, things are changing. And they're changing fast. So I don't know if there's about to be a great reset. But I do believe President Trump, when he uses the words, the best is yet to come. And I do not believe... That John McAfee killed himself, just like I believe that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. A lot of people are showing up dead again. In this last week, four people who have been tied to something to do with the Democratic Party or the federal government in some way, shape, or form have been found dead. Crazy stuff, folks. Crazy stuff. Now, we're talking about military brass. I'm going to pull up a video showing you exactly what I'm talking about, about how weak and how woke our top brass, our Joint Chief of Staff, our chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff have become. This guy, I used to look up to this guy. I'm not going to lie. I used to watch this guy give interviews and be like, wow, that that reminds me of like a G.I. Joe, you know, general. That reminds me of a cartoon rendition of a, of a, of a real strong a general, a strong patriot. But folks, we've been being lied to for so long. We've been being scammed for so long. We've been being conditioned for so long. We've been being structurally and civic, uh, civically engineered for so long that it took somebody like a disruptor like President Donald J. Trump to wake us all up. Here we go. Watch how weak and how woke the general, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff have become talking about white rage and the people that tried to overturn the Constitution on January 6th, knowing dang well that it was the FBI and CIA and Nancy Stretchface Armstrong that was involved in all of it. Here we go. 
Sure. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, etc., I have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university, uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? FBI, I want to find that out. I want CIA, to maintain an open mind here, and I you, do want to analyze it. General it's Milley. important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? Wow. And I personally find it offensive. So what's he, what he's doing right now, folks, is he is he is um, defending critical race theory. That's what he's doing right now. He's defending critical race theory and wants to learn and understand more about where right white rage comes from. And he's white. Ugh. This guy makes me sick now. I can't believe I ever looked up to him. That we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, of being, quote, woke. Or something else, yep. because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, antebellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African Americans that were three quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a Civil War and Emancipation Proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another hundred years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. And I respect your service, and you and I are both Green Berets. But I want to know, and it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Thanks. Why don't you focus that, uh, that need to understand white rage? Why don't you focus that desire to understand critical race theory on, I don't know, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop? I don't know, Iran taking us over? Russia working behind the scenes to do the same thing? Working with China? I don't know. Why don't you worry about that? Why don't you worry about the fact that China interfered in our elections and we actually have the digital data to prove that from Mike Lindell and his team alone? Why don't you worry about that, General Milley? Actually, General Milley, why don't you worry about the fact that states worked together with the left-wing party of the, uh, of the political spectrum of this country to steal an election from a duly elected president by circumventing their state legislature and creating their own election laws contrary to that same constitution that you're up there crying that the January 6th protest tried to overturn. How about that? I can't believe I ever looked up to that guy. It's, it's, another, it's another moment of when Mike Pence did what he did and I just felt it to the core like, what, what is happening? Something biblical is happening. That's what's happening, folks. Something biblical is happening. I can't believe there's white rage. There's no white rage. There's no white rage. There's cancel culture rage. There's racist rage. And I'm not talking about the racist that the liberals are talking about. I'm talking about the racist actions that are dividing this country from the left. There's that rage. There's cancel culture rage. There's locking our, 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 our children down and masking them. There's that rage. 
There's pretending that this sickness that, that barely wiped out anybody ever is as bad as it was so that you could push different things on us and take different um, rights from us and get more power and money. There's that rage. You want to talk about that rage, dum-dum? I don't respect anybody, I don't care if they're wearing a uniform or not, who talks like that about this country and about the people who made this country great. Scum bag. And by the way, nobody cares. Moving on. Moving on to some better news. California recall is moving forward. The California recall to recall Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom, the one of the worst governors, and looks to me like he is Satan himself. You know, the good looks, the perfect hair, the perfect white teeth smile, meanwhile spewing nothing but evil and taking away your rights, taking money from people he shouldn't take money from, accepting houses without putting it on any kind of, uh, uh, of tax form whatsoever, which he's by law supposed to do. You know, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the official recall is on. And it's only the second time in the state history that this has happened with over 1 million signatures verified. Here's the other thing about that, folks. Isn't it kind of funny that the left is out there screaming that voter ID laws and signature verifications are racist, 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 racist. You guys are all so racist. Ah. That would be another example of, as you say, fake news. Okay, but meanwhile, the left in California wanted to make sure double, triple, quadruple check the signatures just to make sure that they were real people so the Republicans weren't pulling another fast one over the eyes of the American people by putting on another sham audit election or audit for forensic audit, another sham recall. No, they wanted to make sure. So they had like double, triple checking of the signatures to make sure that they were verified that they were real people. Funny, isn't it? Convenient, isn't it? Isn't that weird how that happens? Anyway, this the, the recall will move on. It has enough verified votes to move on. So there will be a recall election in California this year. And I got to be honest with you. Do I think anything's going to happen out of it? Probably not. Remember what I told you about two months ago. He's always got an ace up his sleeve. And I'm talking about Governor Gavin Grusom. He always has an ace up his sleeve. He could do many things to stay in power. The left could push out Dianne Feinstein. He could appoint himself in the Senate seat. And then the... Um, the Next, the lieutenant governor would take over as governor, and then the recall would be over. There's plenty of things that these scumbags will do to stay in power. But I will say, if this goes forward, and if he is actually voted out, and they don't try any of this stuff, and they can't push out Dianne Feinstein to make room for, for Gavin Newsom, then i got to be honest with you, I would take Caitlyn Jenner right now. Bruce, Caitlyn Bruce Jenner, whatever you want to call him her, I would take that person over Gavin Newsom any day of the week. Any day of the week. Is there some liberal stuck in Caitlyn Bruce Jenner? Yeah, I think there is. But I think there's more conservative. Even the lifestyle choice that they've chosen has nothing to do with their political affiliations. I do believe that there's more conservative inside Caitlyn Bruce Jenner than there is liberal, and I would take him, her, any day over Gavin Newsom. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. How about you? Crazy, right? <laughs> no way, no way, no Bruce Jenner. Hey, would you take, would you, if you had to choose between Gavin Newsom and Bruce Jenner, which one would you choose? If those were your choices, which one would you choose?
Now, I, I, I'm not going to say who I think should, should... I don't know enough about the candidates that are running in California against Gavin Newsom. I'm just saying that I would take that person over Gavin Newsom. So... Mary550 on Rumble says, wow, Jeremy, you got it so together. Love your info. I got to tell you, something happened. Something happened, man. I am f- I am so focused. Uh, Lauren Cole says, I feel so bad for Giuliani. So do I. So do I. Karen Storm on YouTube says she agrees. And um, Susan McGuire says, Bruce, in capital letters. <laughs> That's why I say Caitlin Bruce Jenner. Or Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever. But anyway, if you live in California, that recall election is moving forward. Yes, I would love if Rick Grinnell ran. I don't think Rick Grinnell is going to run, though. I think if he ran, he would be the best choice for California by a long shot. By a light year, he would be the best for California. But I don't believe he's going to be running. So (sighs) we'll see what happens. All right, folks, at this point in the show... It would be, again, I'm getting you conditioned for it, another commercial break, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to show our friends over at PatriotFoods.com, and I'm going to tell you something about this right after the break. So we'll be right back with more Live from America. The majority of produce brands you're buying in your local stores is imported produce, and it's putting the American farmer out of business. Patriot Foods is fighting back by providing U.S.-only produce. Choosing the Patriot Foods brand is how you can support the American farmers, families, and our service men and women. Patriot Foods has family that has fought in the two major world wars. We strongly believe in your patriotism and your willingness to do what's right for your country. We need your help. Please join the fight and demand your country's brand in your local stores. We thank you and salute you. And welcome back to Live from America. I know that some people said they hate commercials. Um, I get it. I get it. But at least here watching the show before it's on TV, later on, before it's on Real America's Voice at 10 or whenever, whenever they decide to put it on, at least you don't have to deal with the actual commercials. At least you're dealing with the same stuff I've always showed you. But in order to go to that platform, we at least have to at least make the, 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 the breaks in the show for that, and then they'll do whatever they want uh, with how long the break is. We won't have to go through that right here when we're watching it here, okay? Um, so an, uh, the other thing about PatriotFoods.com that I wanted to talk about is, Bill, you know Bill Gates is buying up more farm. He, oh, he now owns more farmland than anybody in the United States. Also, that he is working with, he, he's got farmers on this farmland, and they're doing lab meat, ladies and gentlemen. They're doing DNA cloned lab meat. Anything that, anything that Bill Gates has his hands on, you know is garbage. Anything, anything that Bill Gates is is got his hands in, you know, is either wrong, evil, or garbage. Okay, and now this guy's got more farmland than anybody in the United States. He's got farmers working for him around the clock to produce meat, to produce food for you. And you want to eat that food? You want to eat that lab meat? You want to eat that uh, chemically induced, chemically covered food? From people like Bill Gates and the companies he owns? Or would you rather order your produce from PatriotFoods.com? Think about it. Think about it, folks. And some people said it's too expensive for the budget. I get it. I get it 100%. I'm going to talk with PatriotFoods.com and see if we can actually do something every month where we can send food to people 
So, uh, like, like people who have, a, uh, who can't afford it in their budget, man, we're going to see if we can send some actual fresh produce to people. I think that would be a good thing to do. I really do think it would be a good thing to do. All right, moving on folks, the Wisconsin election. We've got an update here. There was, excuse me, I should say the Wisconsin election fraud update. A former Wisconsin County clerk has now come forward alleging that some of that $500 million in Zuckerbucks, remember the $500 million that Mark Zuckerberg pumped into the United States election in order to steal the 2020 election by putting drop boxes everywhere and making agencies everywhere and, and, and putting people out canvassing everywhere and doing everything he could to make sure that the Democrats took this election? Okay, well, a lot of that money a lot of that $500 million was poured into the election to help steal it right in Wisconsin. She is alleging in her affidavits that a group was paid for by Zuckerberg and they literally hijacked and took over the election in Wisconsin and they were making changes to ballots and forms prior and during the election process. Okay, there isn't a lot. There isn't a lot more information as of right now. I do not know the name of this group, and I do not know the full name of the of the Wisconsin former county clerk who's come forward. I'm definitely, definitely going to stay on it. I should have that by the end of the day, at least the group name and the person who came forward. But she's alleging that. Tons of that $500 million got brought into Wisconsin in order to form a group that ultimately hijacked and took over the entire election process in Wisconsin and started making changes to ballots and forms prior and during the election. So again, I know that Michigan GOP is failing everybody. I know the Michigan GOP, the Senate there, is nothing but a bunch of rhinos. But again, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, all we need. But let's go ahead and add Wisconsin to that anyway. And I'm so glad I'm going to be in Michigan and Wisconsin next week because so much needs to happen here. So much needs to happen here, okay? Uh, Yes, somebody just asked, are you calling... Governor Ron DeSantis. Yep, I'm doing that actually right now. It was next on my list. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call Governor Ron DeSantis's office right now. If you're just joining in and you did not watch yesterday, let me tell you a little bit about what is happening. Governor Ron DeSantis, star right now, right? Probably the other than President Trump, the most popular person in the GOP, GNP, we'll call it, that because that's what I believe it is. Ron DeSantis, I believe, is America's governor. He's doing a lot of great things. He's doing more great things than any other governor for his people in the United States of America. However, the new bill that was just signed by Ron DeSantis outlawing or banning COVID vaccine passports also had some scary hidden language stuck away in the bill. This is SB2. 006. And tucked away in this bill, if you're just joining and you have not heard over the last few days, is uh, for any, the, 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 uh, the ranking public health official in Florida can do by any means necessary, can quarantine you, separate you from the public, and even force vaccinate you by any means necessary. Now, the language is there. I read it for myself many, many times. It does exist. And it exists basically just how I just said it to you. Now, do I think it's pertaining to COVID? No. Because if so, they'd already be doing exactly what that said. I think it pertains more to something like, you know, um, 
like the bubonic plague. However, the language is there and it exists. And if Ron DeSantis happened to leave and another governor came in, let's say a liberal governor, and that language exists in law, well then what's to stop them from doing exactly what we're so afraid of the government doing to us right now? So we're going to call Governor Ron DeSantis's office and we're going to see if we can get some kind of comment. I'm not expecting anybody to answer, but let's try it anyway. The number if you, somebody in the comments, either on YouTube or on Rumble, can type this in for me so that somebody has it in the comment thread, it's 1-850-717-9337. Again, folks, that is 1-850-717-9337. We're going to call on speakerphone now. Thank you for calling the office of Governor Ron DeSantis. Your call is important to us. Please press 1 to speak with an available staff member. Please press 2 to leave a... All of our representatives are currently busy. Please continue to hold for the next available staff member. Oh, probably going to have us hold forever. So while we're on hold, let's just talk about this for a minute. Yesterday, it sounded... Somebody's trying to come in. Yesterday, it sounded like I was trying to defend the language. I really wasn't trying to defend the language. I was trying to get through to people that were watching that the language that exists in the bill isn't being put to use right now during this Fauci sickness. And if you read the bill, it actually sounds like they're talking about very extreme cases and also that power is limited. It's limited to 60 days. We're talking about emergency orders for the state or for individuals. However, within that 60 days, the health officials, the health um, uh, executives and officials in the state have the right to basically do anything they want to you if they deem you a threat to the public. That means isolate you, take you away from the public, force vaccinate you by any means necessary. Okay, um, what the hell? I live in Florida and am hating on my favorite governor. No, 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 no. Don't take it that way. We love Ron DeSantis. We want to get a comment on why this language was A, in the bill and then signed by Ron DeSantis. We want to know if there's something else to it that we don't know. That is what this, that is what our job is here. Our job is to find the truth, get to the truth and get to comments from these people when we find out something that's a little wrong trust me if president trump was doing something wrong we'd hold him accountable too we are the people i will i'm just trying to understand why that language is in the bill okay why the language is in the bill other than that i have no problems with ron desantis and ron desantis didn't write the bill okay he just signed it and somebody said well what if he didn't read that i all of our staff members are still busy with other callers Please remain on the line or press 5 to leave a voicemail. So I have a hard time believing that a governor who signs a bill doesn't know what's in the bill. I have a hard time believing that. Especially when I read the entire bill. It's not like it's not like a, you know Obamacare bill where it's 10,000 pages long. Okay? Give Ron the benefit of the doubt. He deserves it 100%. I agree 100%. I want to reiterate again one more time. That I do not think Ron DeSantis is a rhino. I do not think Ron DeSantis is a bad governor. Matter of fact, I think the complete opposite about both statements that I just said. I think he's a great governor, and I think he's a great Republican, an awesome conservative. I just want to get 
their comment on why that specific language was in the bill. That's all. Now, I'm going to try to stay on the line here for another few seconds. I do want to hear some of your comments while we're on the line. I won't stay on hold forever, but I urge you guys to make sure you make your own calls during the day, as I will as well, if we don't get through right now. Okay? So I want to read some of your comments about what you think of this, and if you think it's right for us to reach out for a comment from Ron DeSantis' office as it pertains to that language. I'm really curious. Um, Bargain Queen 14 on Rumble says, I agree with you, Jeremy. Um, Vegetarian says, President Trump needs to stop pushing the poisonous jab. 100% agree. And I'm going to play something for you after this segment that's going to shock you and blow your mind. Um, Amanda Collins says, he knew he is very smart. Um, Let's see. LeBaron says that was a controlled blast. Looks like it from the whole video I saw. Oh, so another thing here too, folks, is why isn't the left-wing media picking up on this language and running with it? The left-wing media right now is destroying Ron DeSantis every chance they get. They're saying he hijacked the Republican Party. They're saying he's the most popular person in the Republican Party. To watch out for him. He could win the presidency. I mean, they're coming at him hard. So let me ask you this. Why do you think that the left-wing media isn't picking up on this portion of this bill and running with it to try to divide conservatives away from Ron DeSantis? I think that's a little weird, too. All of our staff members are still busy with... So I have a lot of people saying, I agree, get the comment. I think DeSantis has the people's best interest at heart. So do I. 100%. 100%. I just want to pressure him a little bit, pressure his office a little bit about the language. That's all. Um, absolutely a comment. Yep. Um, can't trust any politician. Yes, hold everyone accountable. I agree with you, Jeremy. Trump talked to the reporter on real knees. Tell him who you are and he... Uh, I don't know. It's, I think Ron is good. So do I. I agree with you. Um, let's see. What else? Always question authority, somebody said. We live in Florida, and we're surprised that the language is in there. I'm glad you are questioning it. Uh, somebody said this verbiage can be used for anything. Unless it specifically rules out certain things, then it is an open-ended statement can be used for anything. I 100% agree with that as well. Amanda says, yes, ask for a comment. And Heels Gal says, this is why we give him the benefit of the doubt. 100% right. I think we're doing the honest, honorable thing here to reach out and ask for a comment. I really do believe that. Um, Kelly Lynn on YouTube says, we've been burned too many times now. We must be extra careful. And Linda Nadler says, I hope you're not related to Jerry, says, yes, Jeremy, you're doing what we want you to do. Thank you for that. So I'm just going to turn this down a little bit. And if it ends up coming on, then we will address it. But i got to get to the next story. Now, this next story is something you guys are all going to want to share. You might even get banned for sharing it. But if you got courage and you want people to understand exactly what is coming from the representatives' mouths at Moderna, then you're going to want to see this part of this video. Let me turn this down a little bit more. I can't stand this elevator music. Keep this over here. If somebody comes on, I'll make sure I grab it. All right. Ready for this, folks? This is going to scare you. So I want to thank Stu Peters, by the way. Stu Peters has a great show, and uh, he's been, he has been getting censored as much as I have, if not more. And Stu Peters actually got his hands on an audio recording from a Moderna representative talking with somebody. Hold on. Okay, talking with somebody who is literally paralyzed at the moment in a wheelchair, I believe, from taking 
the Moderna jab. Hold on a minute. Hello? Okay, still on hold there. All right, check this out. I'm going to play you the whole audio, and you're going to be shocked at what they say about how we're basically guinea pigs still, and we're basically lab rats still as it pertains to the Fauci shot. This is going to blow your mind. Check this out. Proven effective. Well, we have been disputing that narrative over here, and we will continue to do so. And now, once again, we have been vindicated as Moderna, a representative from that company, has been caught on tape making the admission that we have known all along. A victim of that jab who's been diagnosed with a serious autoimmune disorder, which was confirmed by a neurologist to have occurred as a result of her inoculation, who has reported her injury to VAERS as well as her doctor has, went just yesterday to report her experience to Moderna directly. The Stu Peter Show has obtained audio recordings of that phone call. To help Moderna customer care best answer your questions, please select from the following options. If you have a general question about Moderna or Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, Please press 1. If your call involves a question about a delivery you just received or a vaccine temperature excursion, please press 2. If you are a healthcare professional or a consumer with a medical information inquiry about Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, please press 3 to speak with Moderna Medical Information. If you are calling with a product quality complaint or to report an adverse event, please press 4 to speak with Moderna Medical all right, check it out. Watch, watch. This is incredible, what you're about to hear from this Moderna. Now, during the introductory portion of that call, the victim lost connection with Moderna, and a representative then immediately called her back. Hello? Hello. Uh, this is Gilbert calling back from Moderna Medical Information. Oh, I was just trying to call you back. I thought I got hung up yeah, on. Just, okay, hi. Yeah, I don't know how the call got disconnected. Sorry okay, about that. hi. Um, Thank you. So... Did you happen to have that uh, vaccination card they gave you with the uh, lot numbers? Um, yes, I do. Let me yeah. find it here. Upon request from Moderna, the patient gave Moderna the corresponding numbers, and then she began to ask questions. That's when the conversation began to get interesting. So what happens after this? I mean, what is, have you guys seen uh, seen a lot of this? Like, what what's going to happen? Yeah. So the Moderna rep clearly says that they've seen these reactions. He doesn't seem surprised by any of her symptoms or her diagnosis. That's shocking. But not as shocking as the admission that he made next. Because I saw somewhere yesterday, I was reading, I think it was on the Guillain-Barre website or something, it was stating that nowhere, that nobody had been, reg- I don't know, that, I don't know what if I'm saying the right words, that nobody had reported or that Moderna and Pfizer had reported there hadn't been anyone who got Guillain-Barre from the vaccine, but I knew I had. And then there were two other people in the hospital when I was there who had it just in my hospital alone. So, I mean, the vaccines are still in clinical trials, right? So doesn't this information help? Uh, Yes, exactly. So the the information uh, does help. I mean, we're still gathering information as people are continuing at the vaccine. So uh, anything that we do receive does help for uh, anything that happens in the future going forward. Is everyone that's getting the vaccine in the clinical trial or is it only some of the vaccines are in the clinical trial? I'm very confused on that. Uh, No problem. Let me go ahead. Before I read 
He's got to read her a disclaimer first. I just have to read a quick disclaimer. But then he starts getting truthful. Hold on, hold on, we got to stop that. There is no FDA-approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. you got to hear some of these words. Now, we, 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 we know that none of them are approved. But to hear the words come out of their mouth is pretty incredible. But it gets better. Check this out. vaccine is an effect for the duration of the COVID-19 EUA declaration, justifying emergency use of the product unless that declaration is terminated or the authorization is revoked sooner. So that's that disclaimer. Okay. Uh, see here regarding the clinical trials. So, okay. Um, so there's, the clinical trials are ongoing, actually. So this is... The clinical trials are ongoing. Now, we all know this. This isn't news to you and I. But the fact that they're trying to make you jab your children, jab jab you, can't go back to work, can't go here, can't practice medicine, get your license revoked, all of this stuff, while they're still got clinical trials going on, they don't know what's going to happen, is inhumane, and it is, if you ask me, it's murder. Manslaughter at the very least. Uh, All the clinical trials are still ongoing. People that have still got the first dose are still, they're still being examined from the first one. From the first one. I get it. It's new. I don't, I, I believe, and, and somebody says, why does President Trump continue to push it? I believe that's purely political. I, I, I honestly believe that. I honestly believe, I don't honestly believe that President Trump thinks that this thing is real or it's going to save you or anything like that. I, that's just my personal opinion. It's my personal opinion. But let's continue to play this. Okay, so everybody who's getting these vaccines right now is in the clinical trial. It's not like some of us got it and some of us didn't. Like, everyone who's getting it is in and participating in the clinical trial. Uh, pretty much. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay. He laughed. Yeah. Okay. So, the company that wants you to believe that these injections are safe, the company that produces and regurgitates this narrative that they have proven efficacy, the company that is pushing you towards their plan to profit billions of dollars at the expense of the rest of your life, at the expense of your children's life, has now admitted on the record 
that everyone that subjects themselves to their jab is part of a trial, part of an experiment. Not only that, but he laughed at the victim. Uh, pretty much. I mean, yeah. She specifically told him that she couldn't walk. She doesn't know if she'll ever walk again. She illustrated to him that she is living in hell, and he chuckled. Uh, pretty much. I mean, yeah. This is sick. This is... I agree. This is sick. This is disgusting. Now, there's two things I want to make a, a statement on real quick. Number one, I didn't know that a building collapsed. That must have happened while I was doing the show or getting ready to do the show. I didn't know a building had collapsed in Florida, and I understand that, that uh, Governor DeSantis is doing a lot down there right now, and... Um, you know, I, I ended up hanging up. We can call it another time. There's a lot going on down there. We don't need to be calling at this time to try to get... And, and to be honest with you, I don't know if we're going to be able to get through anyway. But my 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 heart and my prayers go out to the, to, to the victims of that building collapsing. And my prayers also go out to Ron DeSantis and his team and the entire first responder, police, uh, EMT, firefighters, everybody in Florida... Uh, who are going through this tragedy right now. And again, I do want to reiterate, none, no part of me does not like Ron DeSantis. Not even a little bit. I think the guy is incredible. I think he's the best governor in the United States today. I merely want to know about the language that was signed in SB 2006. Now, moving on to what I just said about President Trump. Do I believe that President Trump honestly thinks that this vax is the greatest thing next to sliced bread. No. I did hear President Trump say kids should not be getting the shot. The one part I disagree with President Trump on is pushing it for any reason whatsoever. But I understand that he wants to make sure that if this thing does save the world, his administration gets the credit it deserves for Operation Warp Speed. Again, we don't have to agree with everything. I don't agree with everything President Donald J. Trump d says or does, but I believe he is the best president we've ever had. He's the best chance for the best is yet to come, and I believe Ron DeSantis is the best governor that Florida has. I just want to clear that up real quick, okay? But what you just seen there is a Moderna representative who, by the way, if you are a spokesperson for Moderna, or if you are in any way given the authority or the credibility to speak on Moderna's, Moderna's half, then you, everything that you say, can be held against you and the company you work for. And what he said is everybody who's taking this is part of an experimental process. Period. Period. Part of an experimental trial Period. And guess what? God did not create me to use my body as an experimental trial for your man-made crap. Period. Whew. I need, a, I need a shot of coffee now. Folks, the reason why I'm going over a little bit today is because of the fact that I want to make sure that if I don't do a show tonight because of the fact that I have two meetings with Roku and trying to get my content up there, I want to make sure we do a nice long show for everybody. All right, Arizona audit. The Arizona Senate said they will still hold hearings and investigate the audit results regardless of sign die, which is the end of their session. Okay? Regardless of the end of their session, Arizona Senate has reassured us 
that they will still hold hearings and investigate all audit results regardless of the session ending or not. That should give you a little bit of weight lifted off your shoulders as it pertains to the, uh, the, the, the results coming from Cyber Ninjas and the Arizona audit team. Okay, so take a deep breath there. <laughs> We're still going to get our audit, finished our audit. We're still going to get the results, and they're still going to hold hearings, period. Thank God and God bless the Senate and the people in Arizona who have fought so hard for all of this. Now, everybody's asking me, again, I will be in Michigan on Monday, Illinois on Tuesday, and Wisconsin on Thursday. You can look on JeremyHarrell.com and look at the... Uh, LFA event page to see the, the 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 location and the times. Ben Berkwam will not be joining us. Okay, he will not be joining us on this leg because of what happened to him and his family. They are all okay. They're all alive. I wouldn't say they're okay, but they're all alive. Uh, his wife is going to need to be in a wheelchair for up to six weeks, and Ben just got the bottom half of his foot sewed back on, and his daughter one of his daughters is pretty banged up. So their family needs their daddy and their husband, home for a while. So if you were planning on meeting Ben next week, you won't be able to meet him. We're going to have to hold down the fort, but our prayers go out to Ben. I'll keep you updated. You can go to FrontlineAmerica.com if you want to help or send prayers, send cards, send flowers, send any kind of donations. You can go to FrontlineAmerica.com. Okay, um, And people are asking me, how come you're not flying out? How come you're driving out? Well, because I told you guys about a month ago that I wanted to stop giving my money to airlines who are muzzling you and lying to their passengers, telling them that it is a federal law for them to wear a mask on a plane. That is simply untrue. I called out a, a stewardess or a flight attendant, whatever you want to call them, whatever title that is. I called them out right in front of passengers on a plane and said, excuse me, ma'am, that is a lie. That is not true. There is no federal law that says we have to wear a mask. But see, this is how they get around it. They start calling them federal mandates and federal regulations, state mandates and state regulations, applying to you when there has been no due process of any kind of of voting or implementing that mandate. They just don't call it a law. You can still get in trouble. You can still get fined and, and, and a citation. And you can still go to jail. Isn't that kind of crazy? So I decided I'm going to do whatever I can to not give the airlines my money anymore. And I'm not going to be muzzled, and I'm not going to be masked to travel somewhere. So I'm going to try my hardest never to fly again. But, you know, I guess we'll see, right? That's why I'm driving this leg of this tour. So anyway, folks, that is going to do it for today's Live from America. We're about an hour and 20 minutes in, which is a little longer than usual, but I felt you deserved it today, especially if you don't get a Live from America show tonight. I want to thank you very much. I want to ask for your blessings and your patience as I uh, as I work with these companies to try to get more platforms for Live from America, and that's the exact reason why you might not see a show tonight. It's because of the meetings to try to make sure that happens. I want to say, remember, folks, there are right ways. And there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Visit JeremyHarrell.com for all your Live from America needs. I love you. Have a safe, wonderful, and happy rest of your day. See you later, folks.
white, brown, all cities, all towns to rebirth.